Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Dana Peterson, Conference Board's Chief Economist, joins us now to figure it out. Dana, these look like strong numbers. Yes, consumers were much happier in December. We think it's a reflection of the fact that inflation's lower. And also, they probably heard the news that the Fed's done hiking interest rates. And they probably also saw mortgage rates come off. So all that's really great news. And I think that showed up in, in the December consumer confidence measure. What about the expectations? I mean, that number was also quite good. However, there's still a lot of uncertainties for next year. Walk me through the expectation read. Sure. The expectations number jumped well above 80, and 80 is that threshold that usually signals recession ahead. Now, this is one number, and for much of the year, it's been below 80. So the thing is that consumers, when we ask them point blank, do you think there's going to be a recession, about two-thirds say there could be, but it's not as strong as it was in terms of that sentiment. So consumers are a little less worried, um, but I think that they should still be concerned. Their wages are not going to rise as much. All the excess savings from the stimulus checks is going to go away. Lots of consumers have debt, credit card debt, and also buy now, pay later types of loans. All those things are probably yep. going to coalesce into softer growth in the first half. Dana, they've still got jobs, though. That's the critical thing here. Yes, that's true. Many consumers are working. And when we ask CEOs of the biggest companies, what are you thinking? Many of them are not looking to let people go. Many of them are looking to hold on to workers. And we still have some hiring going on. But we've definitely seen labor demand cool over the last year. Jolts are down. Quits are down. And businesses are starting to let some folks go. So I think that we are going to see cooler labor market again, to marry with that uh, less strength, uh, reduced strength in consumer spending in the first half of 2024. Dana, what do you think consumers are most sensitive to? Like, do you think it's just gas prices at the pump? Is it the mortgage rate? Is it a headline uh, in the Times about the, the Fed cutting rates? Is it going to be politics? What, what, are they, what are they basing their feeling off of? Sure. Well, we actually ask consumers for write-ins, and the write-ins still continue to complain about inflation, both food and energy. Um, their concerns about politics were a little less intense, but they are concerned about interest rates. But interestingly, in December, the number thinking that interest rates were going to continue to rise over the next year actually lessened. So it's still inflation. I still think that's a big story for consumers. Is, are these numbers consistent with the idea, Dana, that the consumer, though, is going to continue to spend? Because this is, this is the concern, that actually we don't get a, we don't, we get a no landing. We basically just get a mid-cycle slowdown. The consumer picks up pace again. We're still seeing supply chain bottlenecks. Goods inflation could come back. Services inflation still looks pretty elevated. Are we setting ourselves up for a, for a re-acceleration of inflation with these kinds of consumer numbers? Well, 
It's yes and no. If consumers continue to remain resilient, many of them are working and they don't really care about how much debt they're racking up, then you could continue to see spending in that. You could see a reacceleration uh, re of inflation. But the key thing is the Fed here. The Fed has choices. The Fed can keep interest rates where they are for a much longer period of time than markets are pricing in. We think they're probably not going to start cutting rates until the middle of next year and maybe only about 100 basis points at most. Markets are looking at uh, six rate cuts. That's probably excessive. And if the Fed sees inflation not calming the way it wants to, it'll just keep rates where they are right now. Dana, our, our question of the day that we're going to have throughout the next couple hours is, you know, what's going to matter most next year? Is it going to be politics or is it going to be Powell? And, and I'm really wondering, I know you said that they're not that interested or not that focused on politics yet, but we were talking to some geopolitical strategists who were like, once the nomination happens and if President Trump gets that, that's the most dangerous time for U.S. politics. How do you expect that to sort of overlay the confidence from consumers? Sure. I mean, usually consumers don't really pay a ton of attention to the election until October. We call that the October surprise. Anything surprising that happens in October impacts the election materially. And that's October of the election year, not this October that we just had. Um, but certainly the economy is going to play into it if prices are starting to pick up again or if there is a recession and consumers are disgruntled. Um, yeah. That can matter. Dana, the other question that a lot of people are asking right now is, are financial markets and the financial market strength that we're seeing having an impact as well in terms of people's confidence? How does this break down by, by age cohort? How does this break down by socioeconomic group? If the financial markets are performing, that's a big, that's a sub, sub, substantial amount of money going into people's pockets or certainly makes them feel better. What's the correlation? Sure. Certainly for those people who have assets like financial assets and housing, when the market's doing well and mortgage rates are falling, that's great for those folks. Most people don't have any stocks and many people are, are renters. But when they hear the stock market's doing well, they, signal, they see that as a signal that they're going to continue to remain employed. And that's going to keep them uh, basically happy because you'll have money coming in. So I think stock market and financial market strength is good for consumer confidence. Dana, last question for me. Is the vibe session over? <laughs> the vibe session? Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like you're still doing stuff, but you feel really bad. There's actual no recession in the data, but the disconnect between the reality versus how people feel. Is that still happening? Well, again, because consumers are still focused on inflation, and when you go to the grocery store, food prices are still high. When you buy a car, the insurance is high, and rents are high. That's affecting people's sentiment. So even though they're going out and spending, their spending is much less, and they're still upset about inflation, and mm -hmm. that's still coming through. Hey, Dana, thanks a lot. Really great to get the perspective. Thank you so much, Dana Peterson, the conference board uh, chief economist. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.